2: This is Medjinomics with a friend of Megagoria.
3: Everything is just a mess. Every situation is a mess. The family's a mess. The government's a mess. Just one big mess. And it takes a mother to fix it. That's why she's here. If everything stayed just mediocrely clean, a little bit here and a little bit there, we'll keep falling. That's when I came up with the terminology, what I put in the Q book, what I've said for years, that you don't call a plumber for a leaking pipe. When it breaks, you call them immediately. It's an emergency. June 24th, 1981 was an emergency. But nothing like it is today. You could say back then it was still just like leaking. But I foresaw the pipe was going to break and she needed to be with us. I heard a quote the other day. They said, people keep talking about another civil war. One side has one billion guns and eight trillion bullets, while the other side doesn't know which bathroom to use. Actually, it's a pretty descriptive thing. And yet, the side with the guns is being attacked constantly. Am I advocating for guns? No, and I'm not against them. But what I'm trying to say and show the point is we're far apart. And we're going further apart of mentalities. And you say, well, we can't say a lady came for that. She wants unity. That's true. I've written about this for years. Separation brings unity because people become more likened to each other in their views, their beliefs. Who do you want to hang around with? You want to hang around with somebody that's always adverse to you, thinks radically different from you? has nothing culturally in common with you or your tradition or your people or even your race. There's nothing wrong with Irish hanging around with the Irish or Italians with Italians. We think everything has to be amalgamated. This is not anti-Bible. It's in line with the Bible. The Bible says, be of one mind and one heart. Make my joy complete. And there was one thought. Jesus wants us to be this way. Jesus wants unity. But there's also a recognition that we have different traditions, different people, different races. And in all those races, you've got to identify something with those people. You say Italian, you want Italian food, pizza? Who are you going to think about? The Irish? The people in Africa? No, you know where it comes from. There's nothing wrong with those things. In fact, Jesus isolated his own people. He pulled them away from the Egyptians. Why? Because as long they were amalgamated with them, they took their ways and traditions. God conformed them, so He pulled them out. He made Israel. Spent forty years purifying them. Our Lady's here for forty years to align our thoughts, to be together, underneath her mantle, and she desires that for everybody and for all races and every culture. But still, everybody has their traditions of what they do. That's not a sin. There's not anything wrong with that. What we have now in Medjugorje is a division in Medjugorje of mentalities, of what they are, because there's people on the left following Medjugorje. They believe in climate change. They believe in all this kind of wacko stuff that's very provable not to be real, and they're on the wrong side of the track. So there's a unifying effort taking place to align with the messages that even if the people separated from you, yes, we have to pray for them. And if they're an enemy, we have to pray for them. We have to love them. That's what we're supposed to do. And we are to try to win them to come over to our side. If they change, the scriptures are full of examples in the early church to get rid of those that didn't align with the church, with Christians. Look at Ananias and his wife. They were in the community, but they didn't share everything. They were deceiving them. They had a different idea of what they wanted to do. And what happened? The Holy Spirit killed them right there. Then his wife comes in and says, hey, your husband, Anias, has been taken out. And she dropped dead. That's a big thing. You know what it did to the community of Christians? It united them. Hey, I'm going to get straight. I'm going to line up with everybody. I'm going to have the straight thinking. And that's what A lady's trying to get us to do. We've been purified. And there's people in Medjugorje that have poor, poor, poor discernment. They are listening to lying voices, and they are taking in and buying it completely. And when we see people write us this feedback, it's disturbing. What have they been doing the last eight years since they've been in Medjugorje, or 20 years? So there is a culling effect. We've spoken about our cows here. You take the bottom 5% out every year, whether that milk cow, beef cow, whatever. Hogs, whatever. You get rid of them. And this is part of the principles of nature. It's in creation. I already gave a message on August 18th, 1982. Concerning a planned marriage between a Catholic and an Orthodox. You think God's against that? No. You think a lady's against that? No. So what's my point? Why am I bringing this up? Because we can't deal with that. Because an Orthodox and a Catholic, one's going to have to align with the other. And it's going to cause difficulties. So the right thing to do is to marry another Catholic. The right thing for the Orthodox to do is to marry another Orthodox. Well, that's discriminatory. No, it's just common sense. You want to marry somebody that before they get married becomes Orthodox or becomes Catholic. And in our case, it'd be Catholic. There's enough difficulties in the family that you need these alignments, these things that will, in front of your children, Bring unity, otherwise you'll suffer. So Our Lady gave a message about this, quote, in my eyes and in the sight of God, everything is equal. There's no question about that. We can't question that. We know that. Every person alive is equal. They have different talents, they have different skills, they're born in different situations, they get educated different, so there's differences there. So that's in the mentalities and the way they're raised. But as the person, the dignity it is equal. God created everybody. It doesn't matter whether they're going to be confined to a blacksmith shop or to being a king in a throne of our country. It's the same in front of God's eyes. But should a king's daughter marry a blacksmith's son? Is that going to cause a lot of differences and difficulties? Certainly, especially if he's not cultured and she's raised right that way. But our lady's message is the the is to bring us more equal in mentalities. That what we adopt as our mother, it brings us to a point of being closer. But I can tell you with Medjugorje, there's a division taking place in Medjugorje just like there's in Washington. Because a lot of people are bringing their mentalities in this opposite of the others. And so our mentalities have to be changed to listen to believing voices, not to believe in lying voices. And we see this so our lady says in my eyes and in the sight of god everything is equal but that's a big word but for you it is not the same and i just explained these things to you because you are divided she says if it is possible see these people in love they're gonna get married she says if it's possible it is better if she were not to marry this man, because she will suffer and her children also. This is wisdom. This isn't racism. Today, if somebody said that, not to marry somebody else out of another race, you're racist. Are is saying it's better not to do that? Because you're going to suffer. So will the children. And then it continues. She will be able to live and follow only with difficulty the way of her faith. We think diversity is a great thing. It's a horrible thing. And it causes division. And we're in a moment of great division for the purpose of unity. So this quote, people keep talking about another civil war. One side has one billion guns and eight trillion bullets, while the other side doesn't know which bathroom to use. Our lay's messages are our guns. Our efforts, our labor is the bullets. I'm not saying this in the context of fighting. I'm saying the messages are aligning us. And there's another side that does not know what is up and what is down. And so we got a whole world, world wanting globalization. They want to come together. They want everybody to be together. Satan wants us to stay together because one apple in the bushel will make all the rest rotted. Our lady is separating us. She's pulling us away from all these things. And the other side, we're not to despise or hate. But we can't stay amalgamated with them. I want to ask you a question. After I have described this, you've read this already and it ain't going to happen. i told the story through the years. I sat down with Maria's brother, Andrea. I taped him, asked him detail. We're on a patio in Medjugorje at night. I said, Andrea, I know you told me this story many times. I want to hear it again. I want to tape it. I want to make it very clear. What did you see in the beginning of the apparitions? What happened? And he says, I'm looking at cross mountain. And I see a white veil across the whole mountain. And in that veil, I could see through it. I saw it way up in the sky. And I'm not the only one who saw it. I had a friend in Chitluk. he said. That's 10 minutes away. He saw it from there. And he saw this veil descending from heaven. And behind the veil was a church. With four or five houses around it. And then around that was grassy fields. And below that church was another church with a grassy space and four or five houses. And to the right and to the left, there was another and another and another. And it slowly came down very gracefully and rested on Cross Mountain. I asked Andrea, what did it mean? He said, it means what I saw. But I know the messages. I know, and I understand it is. My question is this Does that sound like globalization to you? Does this sound like the everything be integrated so perfectly and everybody be amalgamated? Was it early Christians that way? We just talked about Ananias. He wasn't of one mind, one heart. Holy Spirit took his life. Nobody shot him. Nobody hung him. Then he put him like the chair. Then he choked this guy to death. He dropped dead by the Holy Spirit. That's scary. And a whole fear of God came into the community, the whole Christian community. I lay here with these messages to put the fear of God in our heart, to align ourselves with the messages. And for those that stay with Medjugorje and want to promote it and don't want to do that, they don't even know which bathroom to go to because they accept things they shouldn't or at least tolerate them. Clearly, we are living in a time of two forces both being polarized one direction and the other. And more and more, this is happening, and it cannot be happening by chance. It's what our is teaching us. And as we gravitate toward her, and others gravitate toward her, we will see that there's differences, like Ananias, exist. And they'll be purged out. There's going to be one body. That's what our lady desires. Just what she said in this principle between the Catholic and the Orthodox is worthy of being repeated. In my eyes, in my sight of God, everything is equal. But for you, it is not the same thing because you are divided. If it is possible, it is better if she were not to marry this man because she will suffer and her children also. She will be able to live and follow only with difficulty the way of her faith. I get along with people following the messages better than the people that don't. It doesn't mean that I cast them out to hell or write them off. I was talking to somebody today that has no belief in what was going on with Medjugorje. It was something we're doing, a project he has to work for us. I explained it very beautifully to him, but I don't reject him because of that. But I'm not going to welcome him in the community. You can't come in this community unless you're aligned in thought, heart, and mind. Because we want to follow Our Lady. We want to follow Jesus. We don't have diversity in the community. Because we have to be in one action on what we do. And one purpose. And it brings joy. It brings peace. All this peace that comes through this. We have to follow it. We have so many people. We have a DA in Dallas today. He wants to be good. Claims to be a Christian from what I understand. And he thinks it's wrong for poor people are being prosecuted. So he's decided he's not going to do it anymore. This guy may know about Gory, I don't know. Maybe he's going to church every Sunday. What I do know, he's a quack. Why is he a quack? Because he feels sorry for poor people. Well, we do too. I expect them to work. I expect them to do what they need to do. So he just told the Dallas Police Department, no need to arrest anybody stealing from a store. He will not prosecute, he states, any theft under $750. Does that blow you away? It blows me away. Question. What is going to happen in Dallas, especially in areas that's deteriorated, and you got a mom-pop store that's make their living, and you can go in there and steal whatever you want to, and if you get away with it, nothing's going to happen? This is the kind of crazy world we're in. And a lot of this has come from the church and social justice. Where well, it's the poor, we're going to have the poor, the poor. There's poor people that are good that will never do that. This is just opening the door to criminals. And that's what these people for the border are doing the same thing. There are Medjugorje people saying and buying this lie about the immigrants coming in. They're so stupid, they have no concept what's coming in. It's not families. It's very few compared to what they're doing. They break up after they get over the border. Yes, you said I'm hearing this everywhere, but what you have to understand is we've got people standing beside us that is so far from us that we cannot grow a new culture of holiness with somebody fostering, abetting thieves, criminals Drug addicts to go steal to pay for their habits. And Dallas, that's not a little bitty town. You can walk in Walmart and get $749 worth of stuff and you will not be prosecuted. I tell you what, I would pour out in the streets. I lived in Dallas, or Fort Worth, anywhere like that. What's going to happen? I mean, we become idiots. So, and now this is the result of the move for globalization. The movement toward the World Court in Hague, the European Union, all these things, all these ties. Our lady's here to direct this. And what is she going to have? A little church with four or five houses and at least a close village with an agrarian base. It's just logic. It's just common sense.
2: Are you shocked by the example given on today's megenomics? The world has already become a very dangerous place. A friend of Mejigoria will conclude in just a moment. First, we need to continue to share with you the gravity of our mission work. This broadcast is supported by generous listeners like you. Without your help as a field angel, we cannot continue to expose these events and the truths behind them. Thank you. We are continuing to ask for 20,000 new Field Angels, giving a minimum recurring donation of just $5 a month. This is a very reachable goal, and a goal that we ask you to make part of your daily prayer and spread to all your family and friends. Let others know how you have been impacted by these broadcasts and share with them the need to become a field angel for just $5 a month. Thank you. To all who sign up, a friend of Megagoria will gladly give you one free copy of today's broadcast as a way of saying thank you. Contact Caritas in the US at 205-672-2000. When dialing outside the United States, dial 001-205 672-2000 or you can visit medj.com spelled mej.com and click on donate when making your tax deductible gift please mention today's broadcast and the cd number cd2446mj thank you now here to conclude is a friend of medjugorje
3: So today is the 25th. The message Our Lady gave today, we don't have it yet. It's just fresh just a few minutes ago, but we'll be talking about it tonight. And all these things today I spoke about to you is to make you think that globalization and all these things and everything we hear happening is against Our Lady's plan. Otherwise, what is a little church in four or five houses about? Just ask your question. Plus seven hundred and forty-nine dollars for free groceries and whatever you want is about. It is about August second, nineteen eighty-one. A great struggle. We are in war in Washington, and the one person trying to pull us to this—they hate. They hate him. And I don't need any letters from you saying that he's satanic, that we have a devil in the White House. You're part of the problem. You are a product of lying voices, and you don't even realize it. Our lady's message is one thing in the end, holiness. We are to live holy. We are to be holy. That's her goal. If that happens, everything works. So we'll be in anticipation of the message tonight, and we'll rejoin you at that time. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye.